Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast. So we have some exciting things coming to the podcast over the next couple of days. Today, we are starting with a short episode, but over the next three days, we are doing some extra juicy stuff here, and I'm going to be giving you some free training. I'm going to be showing you how to use your mindset to leverage your goals and give you some of the biggest struggles and solutions that entrepreneurs have. If you're not an entrepreneur, some of this information will be interchangeable. So I would recommend that you listen and see what you could take from it as well. Here's what I have learned and what I continue to learn by working with amazing ladies and also being on my own journey myself is that there are so many things that hold entrepreneurs back. So, so many things. I mean, I can list a few, but the list could go on. But like even things like the fear of what other people are going to think, the comparison game, knowing if you are enough, thinking that you have to do more in your business, worrying what's going to happen when you put yourself out there, feeling like an imposter, like who the heck am I to be doing this? Um, You know, even what you should be focusing on, the next strategic moves in your business. Um, If you're going to offend somebody by putting yourself out there, what the haters are going to think, what people are going to say about your reputation that are just not true. Um, you know, there's just so many barriers that we have to navigate. And oftentimes we navigate it alone and it's a really, really hard thing to do. So as part of keeping it real, I want to break these down. I want to give you some strategies so your mindset is not the thing that's holding you back. So I've created this three-part series that's going to help you do just that to make sure that you're not pumping the brakes on your business because here's what I know for sure. Regardless of who you are, people need what you have to offer. And I really want you to remember that. And by holding pieces of yourself back and being held back by some of the things that I just said and all of the other things that as entrepreneurs, we let hold us back at times, you are doing a disservice to those who need you and what you have to offer. So I want you to hold on to that. And as we navigate the next couple of days, I want you to choose courage over comfort and really tap into learning some things, unlearning some things, and really putting some of these things into practice. But I don't want to jump ahead. That's all going to start tomorrow. I want to get back to today. So instead of giving you a lot of whole tangible tips, I was like, you know what a really great thing would be to share um, as our listeners start their week? even though it's going to be about a Sunday, but you can apply what I teach you today on a Monday if you're listening. And if it's not a Monday, whatever day it is, it doesn't have to be a Sunday to implement the things that I'm going to teach you. 
But a lot of people ask me about my strategies, my rituals, the things that I do daily um, or even weekly. And one of the things that really set me up for success is my Sunday ritual. I thrive on taking about 20 minutes on a Sunday to just get intentional about my week. And here's two reasons uh, why I want to share that with you. Number one is because so many people fly by the seat of their pants, hoping that their goals are going to happen, but they never really take intentional time to plan out how it's going to happen. This doesn't mean micromanaging every single minute, but it does mean being intentional about your time and when you were going to actually put it into practice what you say you're going to do. And then number two, the other reason why I wanted to share this um, is because some of the strategies that I use on Sundays, I truly believe is a catalyst that helped me achieve my goals, both personal and business. And I think they can help you too. And my goal is to take the guesswork out for you and to share these things that work for me to speed track your goal setting, your business and the quality of your life. But before we do dive in, I do want to preface this by saying that you do not have to copycat this. I want you to take what works for you and leave the rest. I'm going to give you a bunch of stuff here, but at the end, I'm going to give you some actionable items. Um, So grab a notepad or you can re-listen to this, but take some notes and jot these things down. So on Sundays, like I said, it only takes about 20 minutes, but it really helps set my week up for success. The very first thing that I do is I do a reflection. I take a look at my previous week. I look at my goals, not through a judgment, but through an evaluation piece, because I need to look at, do I have to change anything? How did I feel about my week? Was I working too much? Total transparency last week when I sat down, this is a Sunday as I'm recording, When I sat down and looked at my last week, I worked way too much. So I had to evaluate that. I looked at my progress. I looked at not only achievement pieces, but how I feel. That's super important to me. I want to be aligned both my business and my life. Last week, eh, not so good. One thing that I have learned is you can't improve what you don't measure. So I find this reflection piece helps me look at where I am with my goals and what I need to do. Once I do that, I then create my focus goals for this week, right? I take a look and these are all based on bigger goals that I look at for each quarter. But then what I do is I take that and I look at my week, I reevaluate what I need, and then I create my focus goals for the week. I call them micro goals sometimes. um, And they, once again, they stem from my bigger goals. So once I get clear about what I need to achieve, both in my personal life and in my business, Then I do a gut check. (laughs) This is the step that a lot of people uh, skip. And for me, it's a self-coaching piece that I need to hold me accountable. We are really good at making excuses of why we are not achieving what we want to achieve. Our brain is very good at finishing the loopholes for us and actually creating scenarios that keep us safe. So by having this regular gut check, I usually do it every two weeks, I gotta be honest, but I wanted to share this with you in the podcast because it's so beneficial. I check in and I ask myself, am I really taking action on my goals? Am I acting out of integrity? Am I saying and showing up the way that I teach my clients to? Am I doing what I said I was going to do? And a lot of people don't like to do this because it's so easier to play into the reasons why we're not doing it. 
If there's one thing that you go from this is checking with your gut, do this integrity check where you're like, okay, Gina, are you really doing what you said you were going to do? And maybe there's reasons why, but then it's like peeling back and saying, well, maybe I put too much on my plate. Maybe I'm playing it small. Maybe I'm worrying what people have to say. Maybe I'm shrinking because I don't want other people to feel uncomfortable. Or maybe it's like, yeah, you know what? I've just been scared and I haven't been doing it. But that gut check for me on a Sunday is really the kick in the arse that I need to start my week. So based on that, I take a look at how I'm going to carry um, my energy, my work, my actions into the week. But I also want, I know I've already said this, but I really also check into, because this is really important, I check into my energy, how I'm feeling. And then once I have all that ready to go, I schedule those things in my schedule first. You can use a paper planner if you are digital, like whatever works for you. For me, I love to plan things out in my paper planner, but I also need a digital calendar as well to remind me of my meetings and stuff. So I use um, a combination of both. What planner has worked best for me is a passion planner. I absolutely love it. I've tried every single um, planner I think made, (laughs) and this is one I always come back to. So I schedule those things in first. Um, And this may seem like a big thing, but maybe I'll do uh, another podcast episode on how to find out these things. But for me, I already know my rituals, my habits, they go in first. Before I put in anything else, how I'm going to achieve my goals go into my schedule first. For example, I know my morning routine is the thing that sets me up for success. It is the game changer for me. That is the first thing that goes into my schedule. I usually don't schedule any client work or anything like that till 10 o'clock onward because I know that this goal happens for me. It's non-negotiable. Then if I have appointments, I'll put that in. Um, I put my energy breaks in around it to make sure that I'm not just putting my head down and going all day long. So I put in the things that are going to help me achieve my goals. Exercising, nature, those things are super important to me. They go into my calendar and I usually don't move them. I usually schedule things around them if you have the freedom to do that. If you don't, you might have to, you might need a little bit more wiggle room. But once again, this is not necessarily, oh, you have to do it this way. If these things that I'm saying resonate with you and you're like, yeah, I need to make more time for these energy breaks for my walks. Don't say, well, I can't make that happen. Say, how can I make this happen in my schedule? Adopt that mindset of solution-based and go, okay, I love that idea. Let's take a look at my schedule and really dive into how this can work for me. The other thing that I do, and once again, this is another self-coaching piece that I always tap into, but on Sundays, I always ask myself, what went really well this week? Like, when did I feel my best? What was I doing? Um, And then I take note of that. And if I feel good during a certain time, I make sure that, that I bring that forward. Um, I also look at where did I struggle this week? Where did I let my boundaries go? Where did I let things slide? Where did I maybe put myself in the back burner a little bit? I also journal on where do I need support this week? I actually pulled my husband aside this morning and I said, this is what I need from you this week. Are you able to meet me there? Sometimes having that communication and saying where you need help with, there's no shame in that. Ask for the help. That's what, you know, family or friends or your mentor or whoever you you have in your corner, maybe it's a friend, um, asking for what you need, asking for some support. The other thing that I do is when I'm looking back on my week, I always ask myself is what could I have delegated? 
Or what can I delete? Like sometimes, I don't know if you're like me, but I actually do this. I actually add things to my to-do list so I could scratch them off to say that I did them. Sometimes I add things on because I'm procrastinating. (laughs) Sometimes that big thing, I'm like, oh, well, if I just do this, this, and this. So I try to take those things out and make sure that I'm focusing on the things that I need to move me closer to my goals in my business and in my life. And then this kind of goes back in play with the gut check, but I also journal and write out um, where am I playing small? I had a huge realization today as I was talking with a good friend of mine and realized that there is a lot of areas in my life and business where I am still playing small. I realized that there's certain things that I play small on that I really need to work on. And I think that's all part of it. And as you level up in your business, as you grow, I think there's going to be new things that surface up that's going to continue to surface up if you don't deal with it. And this is one that I've been um, kind of putting in the back burner a little bit, but it's still a little bit of me is like, okay, I can't share that. This sounds like I'm, I'm being braggy or, oh, I shouldn't say that because that might offend somebody. So that whole saying of don't dim yourself. Um, yeah, I can't even remember the quote, something along the lines of don't dim yourself to keep other people warm. Um, and I feel that I've been doing that. So I never would have caught on to that if I didn't self-reflect, if I wasn't self-aware, if I didn't look at my own actions. And I think sometimes it's so easier to point the finger and to say all these things on the outside are the things that are keeping me where I am. But realistically, is when we look inside and when we're willing to self-reflect, um, that's where we're going to see that usually we are the obstacle, you know, and I know that's hard work. I, I do this work with you. I'm in the trenches with you, but I can honestly say that that is where you're going to see the shifts. Usually when we met, when our brain makes up these stories to keep us, to keep us safe, we are looking externally. We're not kind of tapping in and going, okay, these are blocks that I have. These are beliefs that I have that are just ludicrous. This is not true. And I think doing this work is huge but it's a part that nobody wants to really do. It's the unsexy part. It's so much easier to focus on strategy or to say, you know, my funnel's not working or I don't have everything on paper to launch my business or I don't have this, I don't have X, Y, Z. It's so much easier to point out there. But once you self-reflect and you go inward, you realize that you are the obstacle. And once you do that, then you can get into that solution-based thinking again where you can become resourceful and you can really then tap into finding a way to grow rather than stay small. Now, once again, these are just things from my opinion and my perspective that I feel works for me. But I want to give you some action items today because I always say that information without implementation is just knowledge. The magic happens when you apply what you learn. Being a teacher for so many years, just giving you knowledge is not the magic piece. It's like, okay, what are you going to do? What action are you going to take? So I highly encourage you to pick one thing that we talked about today and to implement it. You can take a picture of you doing it. You can tag me if you don't like the tagging on the social media. Send me a message. Let me know that you're actually applying some of these things and let me know how it's going. I'm here. I want to know if these things are helping you. I want to cheer you on. So let me know if this works for you. If you're listening to this on a day that's not a Sunday, that's cool too. You can still apply some of these things. 
So just as a recap, some of the things that I do on a Sunday is number one, I reflect back on my week and I take a look at what went well, what didn't go well, what I need to improve on. And I then take a a look at the week and I ask myself, what do I need this week? Because sometimes you might have a heavy week coming up, maybe not. Check into what you need, do your gut check, set your micro goals for your week, and then do your reflection questions to see where you're playing small, where you're struggling, where you might need some extra support and go from there. Always schedule in your rituals and what you need to do to make your goals work. And then that way it makes it really tangible for you to do it. The other thing that I haven't mentioned is do not move it in your schedule. If you wouldn't move your doctor's appointment because it was super hard for you to get that appointment, don't move your appointment with yourself. We really want to break that habit. Anywho, I hope these strategies work for you. I can't wait to hear from you guys. And if you're not already signed up for the three-day workshop, which is starting tomorrow, um, I'll put the link in the show notes. If you sign up that way, I send you a workbook to help you implement what we're learning. And you get a chance to win some pretty dandy prizes. There may be a $100 visa up for grabs, some coaching and some other surprises too. So if you want in on all of those things, the link is in the show notes. I would love to have you there. And... Let me know if you are implementing what you're learning. I can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening, friends. And remember, keep it fun, keep it kind, and always keep it real.